Hi, this is Dr. Tom Vergus, and this is CQ for Global Leaders. I have been in the process of working with one individual in a particular organization on a project that she would like to take up within the organization. She's not the decision maker. She's actually an influencer. So I've had a number of meetings with her in terms of trying to scope the project, come up with a few suggestions on how we may approach it, and also come up with you know, a price range just as, a, as an idea. They are considering three suppliers. So last week, I had a meeting with the decision maker. I was sitting in the room. She walks in. The decision maker walks in, says, hi, good to meet you, shakes hands. She sits down and she says, so are you the expert in cultural intelligence? I had a momentary pause because I actually didn't know how to respond to the question. And the reason why I didn't know how to respond to the question is actually to do with the definition of an expert. So one of the definitions that I have in my mind of an expert, and it's a play really, is an expert X is somebody who's a has-been, historical, and pert is somebody who just spurts things from their mouth. So somebody who's a has-been who spurts things, right? And of course, I don't hold myself in that category. I think of myself being very pragmatic, practical, and adding value. It's just like even when sometimes people say, no, are you a consultant? You go, yes, you're a consultant. And most of you would have heard the definition of the consultant. A consultant is somebody, when you ask them for the time, will borrow your watch tell you the time and charge you a fee for that. So again, you know, those are all kind of little jokes that happens within the industry. But I, uh, after the meeting, I actually reflected on the question. I reflected on what was my, what was my hesitation uh, on, on, on responding to that question? Because I did, of course, respond to the question and I, said that I was had been working in the area for a long time, had a big level of interest in it, and of course had a tremendous amount of depth um, in the area of cultural intelligence, which I suppose made me uh, an expert in the area. But on reflection, what it highlighted for me was that I was torn I was torn in how to respond to the question. And this is really to do with my own cultural background. Coming from an Eastern philosophy, an Eastern upbringing, cultural upbringing, it's kind of important within the Eastern philosophy to have a level of humility. So in other words, you know, you don't want to brag. You don't want to show off. You don't want to be the person who just mouths off all the time. It's actually better for other people to speak about how good you are. So, you know, even though I've been living in the West for a long time, 
I that question just completely took me off guard, and you know, I I I just found it really difficult to respond to it. Whereas in the Western model, if I'd been thinking in my Western way of thinking, I would have just said, yes, I am. Because in the Western way of thinking, we want to be able to assert ourselves, be able to be confident, be able to show that this is my domain and this is how I, this is, this is why I own the space. It made me then also reflect as somebody who's been working in the field for a long time, 25, 26 years, and someone who teaches this and works with people on this, how even I get caught up in the cross-cultural interactions, right? I, ha- I, I, I had to really be conscious of how do we present ourselves. And it got me thinking about how, as global leaders, when you are interviewing people from different cultures, how we need to be conscious of the type of questions we're asking and how we get people to articulate the answers and be conscious that sometimes people from certain cultural backgrounds find it really, really difficult to self-promote. Because it is not within their cultural framework. It's not tacit for them. So unless they learn about it, it becomes really difficult for them to do that. And fundamentally, it's useful to remember that culture, our cultural upbringing, influences our thinking. It influences our behavior and it influences our world view. It's important for us to be cognizant of our own cultural background so that we can be appreciative of how we present out to the world. And at the same time, it helps us appreciate the cultural backgrounds that other people are coming from. So there, it was a useful learning experience for me. Um, And I was able, in fact, to share that reflection point with my client the next day because that is in fact one of the project that we're looking at is in fact how to improve the cultural intelligence of some of the people in the organization so i was able to use the example and say here you go this is what occurred for me Um, you know and i think again it's important for us as leaders to demonstrate the fact that we are also always learning none of us are perfect we, we make mistakes. The idea is to stand up, dust yourself off, and get back on. So here's my reflection point for you. Take a moment and think about how you would respond to the question, are you the expert in this area? You've been listening to CQ for Global Leaders with me. Dr. Tom Vergus. To find out more, please reach out either via phone, email, or our site, culturalsynergies.com.